from Senator Ron Johnson. Let's go to Senator Ted Cruz on the verdict. You know, it's his podcast. You should listen to that sometime. It's really interesting. The verdict with Ted Cruz. Do a pretty good job on it. And uh, he's asking, or is being asked, did the United States government know about all these things that Dr. Fauci was doing? That we were sending millions and millions of dollars to Wuhan? Last word from Ted Cruz. He'll give you the answer. I'm Mike of New York. Enjoy the day. Senator Paul. Dr. Fauci, the idea that a government official like yourself would claim unilaterally, unilaterally to represent science, and that any criticism of you would be considered a criticism of science itself, is quite dangerous. Central planning, whether it be of the economy or of science, is risky because of the fallibility of the planner. It would not be so catastrophic if the planner were simply one physician in Peoria, then the mistakes would only affect that physician's patients, the people who chose that physician. But when the planner is a government official, like yourself, who rules by mandate, the errors are compounded and become much more harmful. A planner who believes he is the science leads to an arrogance that justifies, in his mind, using government resources to smear and to destroy the reputations of other scientists who disagree with him. In an email exchange with Dr. Collins, you conspire, and I quote here directly from the email, to create a quick and devastating published takedown of three prominent epidemiologists from Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford. Apparently, there's a lot of fringe epidemiologists at Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford. And you quote in the email that they, or from Dr. Collins, and you, you agree that they are fringe. And immediately, there's this takedown effort. A published takedown, though, you know, doesn't exactly conjure up the image of a dispassionate scientist. Instead of engaging them on the merits, you and Dr. Collins sought to smear them as fringe and take them down, and not in journals, in lay press. This is not only antithetical to the scientific method, it's the epitome of cheap politics, and it's reprehensible, Dr. Fauci. Do you really think it's appropriate to use your $420,000 salary to attack scientists that disagree with you? The email you're referring to was an email of Dr. Collins to me. If you look at the email that you responded to and hurried up and said, I can do it, I can do it. We got something in Wired no, magazine. No, no, no. I think in you usual did. fashion, Senator, you are distorting everything about me. Did you First ever object all, to Dr. Collins's characterization of them as fringe? Did you write back to Dr. Collins and say, no, they're not fringe, they're esteemed scientists, and it would be beneath I, me I did to not do that? You responded to him that you would do it, and you immediately got an article you, in Wired, you, and you sent it back to him and said, hey, look, I've got him. I nailed him in Wired of all scientific publications. That's not publications. what went on. You there did. you go again. That you just do the same thing every hearing. That was your response. And so, this, wasn't, so, this wasn't the only time. So your desire to take you're down absolutely people. absolutely incorrect. As usual, Senator, you no. are incorrect almost everything you well, said. Well, no, you deny, you deny, right. but the emails tell the truth of this. No. This wasn't the only time. Your desire to take down those who disagree with you didn't stop with Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford. You conspired with Peter Daszak, who you communicated with privately, and other members of the scientific community that wrote opinion pieces for Nature, Five of them signed a, a paper for Nature, an opinion piece. Seventeen signed a paper that called it conspiracy theory, the idea that the virus could have originated right. in the lab. Do you think words like conspiracy theory should be in a scientific paper? Senator, I never used that word. 
when I was referring to it, you're distorting virtually everything. Did you communicate with the five scientists who wrote the opinion piece in Nature where they were describing, oh, this, there's no way this could that have come from, was from not the lab? me. What did I you did, talk with any of those see, scientists but privately? You keep, the, you keep distorting you? the truth. It is, it is stunning talk, how you, you do Did you talk that? to any of the scientists privately yes. who wrote the opinion? You did. Well, what were they telling you privately? Well, well, let me explain. You know you're going back to that original discussion when I brought together a group of people to look at every possibility with an open mind. So you, not only are you distorting it, you were completely turning it around, as Were most you of the scientists do. that came to you privately, did they come to you privately and say, no way this came from the lab? Or was their initial impression, Dr. Gary and Dr. others that were involved, was their initial impression actually that it looked very suspicious for a virus you know, that came from a lab? Senator, we are here at a committee to look at a, a virus now that has killed almost 900,000 people. And the purpose of the committee was to try and get things out, how we can help to get the American public. And you keep coming back to personal attacks on me that have absolutely no relevance to reality. Do you think anybody has had more influence let, over let our me response finish. to this than you have? Do you Madam think it's a great Chair, success? I, Do you think it's a great success what's happened well, so far? Do you think you, the lockdowns are good for our kids? Do you think we slowed down the death rate? More people have died now under President Biden than did under President Trump. You are the one responsible. You are the architect. You are the lead architect for the response from the government. Right. And now 800,000 people have died. Right. So you think it's a, a winning success, what you've advocated for government? Um, Senator, first of all, <clears throat> if you look at everything that I said, you accuse me of, in a monolithic way, telling people what they need to do. Everything that I've said has been in support of the CDC guidelines. Wear a mask. Get boosted. And you've advocated to make it coercive take, and take done a look at force, everything and you've advocated that it to be done by mandate. Right. You, you've advocated that your infallible opinion be dictated by law. Right. So again, Madam Chair, I would like just a couple of minutes because right. this, th this happens all the time. You personally attack me and with absolutely not a shred of evidence of anything you say. So I would like to make something clear to the committee. He's doing this for political reasons. What you need to do is, he said in front of this committee. You think your takedown that, that of three was, prominent was epidemiologists was not political? You, you don't want me that to finish because you know what I'm going to say. Senator, that was the question. Senator, Were you political in taking down this, right, these three point, prominent epidemiologists? Senator Paul, if you would please, um, I'm going to allow this, uh, the, Dr. Fauci to respond. We have a number of senators no. who would like to ask questions, and I would like him to be able to respond. Please do so. So th the last time we had a committee of the time before, he was accusing me of being responsible for the death of five, four to five million people, which is really irresponsible. And I say, why is he doing that? There are two reasons why that's really bad. The first is it distracts from what we're all trying to do here today, is get our arms around the epidemic and the pandemic that we're dealing with, not something imaginary. Number two, what happens when he gets out and accuses me of things that are completely untrue, is that all of a sudden that kindles the crazies out there, and I have life that threats upon my life, harassment of my family and my children with obscene phone calls because people are lying about me. Now, you know, I guess you could say, well, that's the way it goes, I can take the hit. 
Well, it, it, it makes a difference because as some of you may know, just about three or four weeks ago on December 21st, a person was arrested who was on their way from Sacramento to Washington, D.C. at a speed stop in Iowa. And they asked, the police asked him where he was going, and he was going to Washington, D.C. to kill Dr. Fauci. And they found in his car an AR-15 and multiple magazines of ammunition because he thinks that maybe I'm killing people. So I ask myself, why would Senator want to do this? So go to Rand Paul website and you see fire Dr. Fauci with a little box that says contribute here. You can do $5, $10, $20, $100. So you are making a catastrophic epidemic for your political gain. So the you only have thing politically that, the only attacked thing that your can, colleagues uh, and in a politically reprehensible the only way thing attacked that I their reputation. Okay, you won't we, defend it. No, you won't well, argue it. I'm You'll just simply turn we're going around to the continue attack. Continue this hearing. We yeah. have a number of questions right. from just another one, senator. One more minute, please. Well, if Dr. My, Fauci, I, I really appreciate your response, but we do have a number of, of questions from senators, and we do have a second round, and I'm being asked to make sure that we, everybody has their time. So thank you. Thank you very much for allowing me, Madam Chair. Okay. So after that exchange between Rand Paul and uh, Anthony Fauci, let's go to round two. And this is Senator Mike Braun of Indiana. Now, Senator Braun digs into Dr. Fauci again. And the Indiana junior senator basically looks in and asks a lot of the questions that probably Rand Paul, who just loves to get into that debate with uh, good old Mr. Uh, Fauci, um, and, 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 and try and find out more. But Senator Braun put it quite differently and took a different tack into looking into it. It's, it's kind of become personal between Fauci and Rand Paul, but Braun puts it into perspective. Mike Braun uh, asking uh, Dr. Fauci about a number of topics uh, on this issue. And let's listen in. Thank you, Senator Braun. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, first question will be for Dr. Fauci. I was watching the interchange between you and Senator Paul. That is always entertaining. And um, I think what I'm interested in today, because it was back on May 26, uh, we had a hearing. And what's happened at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, um, you know, there's a debate out there. And it's not clear what happened. And the thing I remember uh, at the tail end of our conversation, because the merits of the case either way. Senator Paul makes it one way. You make it the other way. Uh, EcoHealth comes into play in terms of what happened there. Uh, you know, transparency. And you were on record as saying you like it, you love it, you believe in it. I pressed you that day, well, on something I'll get to in a moment. But what about releasing all the information that you do have under your control? Because I think as long as the American public can't see it with all the mystery surrounding what happened in terms of its origin. And I think then you said, well, you could maybe suggest it to President Biden on declassifying information uh, when it comes uh, to the subject I'm going to get to in a moment. Will you agree 
liking transparency to get all of the information out there as it relates to the origin so we can all see it here in the Senate across the country. I'm, thank you for that question, Senator. I am, have always been, am now, and will always be very, very much for total transparency in everything we do. So as far as I'm concerned, what you're saying resonates very strongly with me. I, I do want to make one point because it, it, it gets confusing to people. One of the things that's very, very clear, irrefutable, that the NIH funding of grants in Wuhan and the viruses that were discussed, including the viruses that Senator Paul mentioned, would be molecularly impossible to have resulted in SARS-CoV-2. And that sometimes gets conflated when they talk about your funding research there where people can argue about the definition of gain of function or not. I gave you the process whereby that definition was established. But what gets confused and conflated is that any of the card-carrying molecular virologists will tell you that notwithstanding the debates about definitions, the funding by the NIH of the grant and the viruses that were worked on could not possibly have turned into SARS-CoV-2 because they are evolutionarily so distant that nothing anybody could have done could have done that. And I really feel I need to say that. But getting back to your question, I'm all for I'm talking about, so has all the information, period, been released that pertains to that subject? Because that looks like it would be under your control uh, to do that. So is it out there publicly? You know, I'm not sure exactly what you mean by all the information, but I can tell you anything that is under my control that is legally able to be released, I am all for 100% releasing. I promise you that. Well, we're going to make sure that all of that is out there because one of the most difficult things about this whole navigation is that there are varying opinions. Not everybody is going to agree with you, um, we'd like to see it so we can sort through it where other experts look at it and the American public. Now, let's get back to uh, the whole uh, housing uh, that we have within our own departments. Um, Josh Holly and I had a bill that passed by unanimous consent through the Senate to declassify that information. And again, you said you were for transparency, you were hesitant about that not being your bailiwick. Uh, is that something you would want to go on record with to advise the president to get that declassified so that we can see it, the American public can see it, and that was discussed and you thought you might be willing to do it back on May 26. Do you want to publicly say do it? So, Senator, I, to be quite honest with you, I don't, I don't really know when you say classified information. What information are you referring to? Because the NIH, the information that we involve with, is not classified at all. Now, we this would be do. stuff that we hold within our intelligence departments. Senators well, have been able to look at it. Uh, it's not been released. Uh, Department of Homeland Security, that's not, not what you house within the NIH. And that is you being the main advisor to the president on this issue 
Why wouldn't you say declassify it so we can look at it? Well, I would have to find out, Senator. When you're talking about classified information, that's certainly above anything that I do because I want to reiterate for the record that the NIH does not do any classified anything. Everything we do All is All 100 senators were for doing it. Many of us had the ability to look at it. You or others, uh, 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 Dr. Walensky, it, it may be a big deal to do it. Real quickly, uh, thank you for those uh, uh, answers. I got a question about, uh, and this is at, uh, aimed at Dr. Walensky, uh, what about uh, the importance of therapeutics? And I ask you this back on uh, May 26. Where is that in the whole journey in terms of having another tool and prophylactics as well? Because there's a lot, all of us acknowledge that a vaccine was a miracle to get. Uh, you're seeing where you're running into some that simply won't get it. It's hard for me to imagine that you'll vaccine the rest of the world. When do you put the same amount of enthusiasm on the other two tripods of the stand to actually uh, put every tool in the tool chest aimed at getting rid of this or at least treating it? Thank you, Senator. I'm absolutely for using therapeutics, but I think they should be used um, after we use vaccination because vaccination, certainly um, we have seen that the therapeutics that are out there, the remdesivir, dexamethasone, um, the malnupiravir is a promising new therapeutic that Dr. Fauci just mentioned a few minutes ago. All of those would be after you're infected. They prevent, they work to prevent severe disease and death. They're not um, foolproof. So, so Certainly, my first tool in the toolbox would be for vaccination, and then, of course, we would need testing because most of these therapeutics actually work best after you have, um, especially the oral one, the malnupiravir, work best if you can give them early. So um, I do think we need as many tools in this toolbox as possible. Um, I would also say that the best public health intervention here would be vaccines. And you've said that before, and uh, thanks for reiterating it. I just ask you to put that same enthusiasm and speed behind the other things that are, might be out there to help us. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I'm going to go vote as the senators know. A vote is open. The next two senators will be Senator Murphy and Senator Murkowski. I hope to be back by the end of that. Thank you very much, Madam Chair. Thank you to all of you for your service to this country during an incredibly trying time. Uh, I um, thought that Senator Collins' line of questioning deserved a, a follow-up. Um, she, she asks a good question. She says we've got high vaccination rates in Maine, and so why do we still have so many deaths? Um, but I think it's important to sort of step back and look at the national. You know, Anthony Blinken, uh, the Secretary of State, had a lot to answer to also on the issues of whether or not funding was actually sent out and uh, used by the National Institutes of Health, uh, particularly focusing on the Wuhan Institute of Virology, a level five lab that was doing research on bat viruses all throughout Southeast Asia, Indonesia, Cambodia, Vietnam, uh, different parts of Malaysia um, and Thailand where, where they were doing all this research about Southeast Asia primarily to look for the possibility of cures for a coronavirus based from bats. And this is why a lot of people to this day wonder where exactly did it come from? Where did the research money that was given to them pay for? And 
if something really horrible happened where millions of people died around the world, shouldn't somebody be held accountable? And why does China not want to talk about it? You know, uh, you send the World Health Organization there to investigate, they do nothing about it. So this is what America's senators are asking, bipartisan Democrats, Republicans, they're asking, pressing people like Secretary Blinken on the Wuhan laboratory. What is it about? And no, this is not something that should be declared illegal. It is not racist to ask where the coronavirus came from. Whatever Grace Meng says, you know, it's really weird. Why would a congresswoman from Queens, where tens of thousands of her constituents died, not want it known that the virus came from China, that it came from an area in Wuhan. Hey, what's wrong with that? To what extent are we aware that China is helping Russia in their aggression against Ukraine? Are the, is the Russian, do we know they're using Chinese drones? We're very focused on this in a number of ways. Uh, President Biden made directly uh, clear to President Xi Jinping uh, that um, it would not be uh, in China's interest to materially support uh, Russia in this aggression or, for that matter, to uh, undermine sanctions. Uh, this is something we're looking at very, very carefully. I think you're seeing that China is having to deal with the significant reputational risk that it's already incurring by being seen as, <laughs> in the most charitable um, interpretation, on the fence and more practically uh, supportive of Russia. Um, we can, uh, in a different session, get into, uh, into more detail, but um, for now, we're not seeing um, significant support by China for uh, Russia's military actions. So finally, in the remaining seconds I have, I've been attempting to get from the State Department a report that uh, the State Department conducted on an inspection from the Wuhan lab. Uh, I think we understand that the overall thrust of that report is it was not a lab that uh, had the type of uh, safety standards that uh, we would have expected. Uh, I'm somewhat baffled that uh, that's a report that I'm simply not able to get my hands on. This report came from uh, it's April 19th, 2018. Uh, the cable describing it was uh, January 19th of 2018. So um, is that something you'll commit to me today to turn over to my committee? Um, Senator, I'll look uh, back into that. My recollection uh, is this. Uh, there was a program that, uh, uh, that ended in 2019. There's, uh, there was no uh, funding of that uh, program since. Uh, and uh, I think uh, any, uh, there was a report that may have been done by an outside contractor um, that uh, I think was uh, uh, seen as problematic uh, in uh, its methodology. And uh, in any event, I will follow up. I don't know the status of that, but we'll come back to you with it. Okay, I'd appreciate that, and I'll expect that response. Thank you. Thank you. Senator Shaheen. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and thank you, Mr. Secretary, for your testimony this morning and for your trip to Ukraine. I think it was something that the entire world watched with great appreciation. Um, I really want to start this, more, this afternoon um, with the Western Balkans, because... I 
from Senator Ron Johnson. Let's go to Senator Ted Cruz on the verdict. You know, it's his podcast. You should listen to that sometime. It's really interesting. The verdict with Ted Cruz. Do a pretty good job on it. And uh, he's asking, or is being asked, did the United States government know about all these things that Dr. Fauci was doing? That we were sending millions and millions of dollars to Wuhan? Last word from Ted Cruz. He'll give you the answer. I'm Mike of New York. Enjoy the day. Did the U.S. government know that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was conducting this sort of dangerous research? And if we did know, why didn't we stop it? Absolutely, yes, the U.S. government knew. And, and in fact, when, when, when you and I brought this up on March 10th, over the, a month ago, you're right, it was treated as tin, tinfoil hat, conspiracy theory, nut jobbery. Well, it turns out there was, wasn't just one, there were two labs within miles of where this outbreak break occurred that were studying coronaviruses from bats and, and that there were internal State Department wires before this pandemic raising concerns about the security in those labs and that an accidental uh, a virus could escape and cause a global pandemic. But I'll tell you, it's worse than that. And, and, and let me give you some, some breaking news right now, which is the U.S. government was funding the Chinese research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Your taxpayer dollars and my taxpayer dollars. And let me give you specifics that we just got today. Today, an inquiring of the National Institutes of Health, did any of your money go to the Wuhan Institute of Virology? The answer is yes. And, and, and here's, what, here's what they told us in writing today. They said in fiscal year 2019, the funding for the Wuhan Institute for Virology was $76,000 and the $301, $76,301. Now, what did it go to? And I'm, I'm repeating what NIH has told me in writing it went to. It was part of an overall $3.7 million funding program that went to six years in sites in China, Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, Laos, Vietnam, Malaysia, Indonesia, and Myanmar. And, and here's what they were studying. These are NIH's words. The project included studying viral diversity in animal, parentheses, bats, reservoirs, surveying people that live in high-risk communities for evidence of bat coronavirus infection, and conducting laboratory experiments to analyze and predict which newly discovered viruses pose the greatest threats to human health. That's what the NIH funding was going to, and we followed up and said, okay, that's what you described as the project in all of these countries. How about at the Wuhan Institute of Virology? What specifically did U.S. Yeah. taxpayer dollars go to at the Wuhan Institute of Virology? Here's what the NIH said in writing. Said, said the, the project supported the following activities at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Coronavirus screening and serology of non-human samples, viral pathogenesis, serological testing, host receptor binding, spike S protein sequencing, and in vitro and in viva virus characterization. And it goes on to say that, that, that they had not supported the creation of recombinant vi viruses 
at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I, w I just want to make That's sure. That's what your tax dollars and my tax dollars went to. I want to make sure that I have got this right, because obviously, if there were State Department memos about this, a lot of people knew about this from the very beginning of this pandemic. And what, what you're saying right now, according to the NIH, is for the past month and a half, two months, even, even more, We've been told the Wuhan Institute of Virology had nothing to do with this coronavirus. It's just a coincidence. Uh, get your tinfoil hat off. No way that that happened. Not only do we now hear serious reports that it came from the lab. Now we are learning, whoopsie daisy, I guess we forgot actually U.S. taxpayer money was being used to fund that very viral research at the laboratory. Well, and, and, and let me make clear, we don't have confirmed evidence that it did right. come from the lab. We still don't know that. Just reports. What we know is that U U.S. taxpayer dollars were going to the Chinese government to fund this research on bat coronaviruses, on, on how, they could, how, how they could be infectious to humans, how they could be transmitted to humans, how they could be dangerous to humans, at the same time that the State Department was raising real concerns wow. about the safety and security protocols at the lab that we're, we're, we're partially funding. And, 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 and that, uh, you, I got to say, that is nuts. And, and given that they were studying these bat coronaviruses, the Chinese government needs to answer the question right now. Were they studying the novel coronavirus, this virus, yeah. the virus that has killed over 140,000 people worldwide? Was that a virus that was studied at one or both of the Chinese government labs in Wuhan. They won't answer that question. They need to answer that question. And over 100,000 lives have been lost while they refuse to answer that question. You know, thank you for watching. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to like and subscribe. And if you're not going to do that, all I can say is, how dare you?